Hello, this is Sherry Tucker, owner and founder of Tucker Legal Services, a law firm that focuses on estate planning and elder law. And I uh, am located in St. Louis, Missouri. I have been talking with Erin Solman in a previous interview. She is the executive director for the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis. And the reason I'm interviewing Erin is because the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis is the uh, cause partner for Tucker Legal Services. So we enjoy being a part of that community and reaching out and helping the community and the people in the community. So I thought it was important to bring Erin in to talk about uh, her personal experiences being a family member with a sibling who has uh, Down syndrome and her passion for working in the nonprofit organization of DSA GSL. So we are continuing on the second part of our interview where Erin is going to talk about how Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis helps families and reaches out to parents. So I hope you're going to uh, listen. Stay tuned into this second part of the interview and uh, become just as inspired as I am to be a part of the community. So let's return to our interview with Erin, Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis. Let's take a look more at Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis and what your organization does. How long has your organization been helping families and people uh, with Down syndrome? So we started in 1976 and we were formed by a group of parents. Um, so we have always been about parents, for parents, by parents. Um, we're a nonprofit organization, so we have a board of directors and many of our board of directors are parents, not all, but um, many. and. So our core purpose um, is to support the individual with Down syndrome and their families. Our mission is to benefit the lives of people with Down syndrome through family support, um, individual support, education, public awareness, and advocacy. And so right from the outset, you know, I always say our pillar program, if we, um, heaven forbid, had to shut our doors, we would figure out a way to still make our pillar program succeed, which is the, the new family support, because that is really the time when families are feeling most unsure, um, many times scared because they don't know what Down syndrome is. Um, it depends on how they receive the diagnosis, if it's prenatal or postnatal. Um, there is a whole lifetime ahead of them that they were not prepared for and that they didn't anticipate. So we're there um, at the very beginning. We have information packets, we have books. Um, our family support coordinator, Christy, is fantastic. She has a daughter with Down syndrome. So we really are there to tell them that it's gonna be okay. You know, we're, we're realistic and we share, you know, some of the health concerns, the healthcare guidelines that they need to be thinking about for their new baby. But um, 
again, really just showing that there is a world of support for their loved one with Down syndrome, including our organization, and that there are gonna be so many joys, like with any child, um, and really that it, it is, everything is gonna be great. And that's what we do. <laughs> so that's your pillar program. Do you, um, do you assign like a, a mentor to new families? Do you have meetings for these new families? How do you reach do, out? Yeah. Both. Um, so we have really good relationships with all of the hospitals in the area. So if, um, and the genetic counselors as well. So if there is a prenatal diagnosis, um, the idea is that the genetic counselor gives that family a packet about Down syndrome with information about our organization. And then they have the option to reach out to our family support coordinator or get connected somehow. Um, for families who have had a, a baby with Down syndrome, um, it's something similar. So the nurse or the doctor in the hospital will connect them to us um, via our packets that we have at the hospitals. But then beyond that, we do. We have a mentor program. So we we, pa we pair a family that has child with Down syndrome with a new family. We have lots of family events throughout the year, really fun events. Again, 2020 was a little different. We had to do some virtual stuff, but usually we have many events throughout the year where families can get together and network, a new mom's luncheon, a new family brunch, holiday party, things like that. We have some online groups through Facebook where families that have a child born in the same year or two can talk and share and get together. Um, and then we have workshops and educational sessions for families of all ages as well. And then as the child with Down syndrome ages, we have support for while they're in school, we have um, educational programs for teachers so they can learn how to include children with Down syndrome in their classroom. We have direct programs for people with Down syndrome. So, you know, we have an employment program. Um, actually, this year has been really remarkable for us. We have launched like 10 new virtual programs for people with Down syndrome. So we are doing more now um, with adults with Down syndrome than we ever have before. And it's been phenomenal. We have people from all over the state, um, all over the country participating in our virtual program. So that's been really awesome to see. Um, Wow, so, is, so COVID-19 yeah. <laughs> COVID kind of shut you down with a lot of physical or personal activities, but you're saying that your virtual grew on, mm -hmm. your, on your Facebook page? Wow. Yeah, we have, we're doing Zooms now. We have a lot going on, on Facebook Live. Um, we have a huge YouTube library now of different programs that people can go back and watch. Um, so yeah, we have book club, bingo, just a let's talk conversation club, music and movement. I mean, my programs team is doing amazing things. Super proud of them. So do you think, um, you think you're going to keep those virtual programs going uh, once, once uh, we have the personal meetings again? We do. I mean, I think because we serve such a wide geographic area, we didn't even realize this is what we needed until we had to use it. And so now we have people participating, like I said, all over the state. And to suddenly not do that anymore just seems like a crime. So we're going to um, definitely keep our virtual programs going. And, and then hopefully in 2021, we'll be able to mix in a little bit of in-person again as well. All right. So have you, um, with your virtual programming, have you seen your... Um because you're a nonprofit, so you rely on gifts, right? Um, donations. Mm -hmm. have, you, 
have you seen your uh, donations increase? Yeah, so that has been, I think, also really one of the amazing things about this year. We rely really heavily on special events, which took a toll this year. We weren't able to have our trivia night, which I know you volunteered for in the past. And um, our big step up for Down syndrome walk that had to be virtual this year. So those events did take a hit, but I've seen the the community rally around us, as you say, in the form of individual giving, because I think now perhaps more than ever, our members and the community recognize the importance of our organization. And how we were able to pivot so quickly to provide services in, in uncertain times. Um, there was just a, a real appreciation for the work that we're doing. So we've been so grateful for everyone who's donated to our organization to keep it going this year. No, I was, uh, I was quite impressed uh, when I checked out your Facebook page and saw all the events that were going on. I was like, wow, it, it, it was like an explosion. You know, because I, I knew the trivia night um, and the step up, you know, the walk for Down syndrome. And I think, don't you have a holiday party coming up too? We actually had our drive through holiday party just a couple of weeks ago, which I, was so fun. Yes, so fun. And uh, I saw on uh, Facebook too is um, more um, birthday wishes. Uh, donations, raising uh, money campaigns uh, for birthdays. I thought, mm-hmm. wow, this is really great. So I was, uh, I'm very proud of you all for the pivot, uh, as you as you say, the pivot into this more virtual. Um, who knew, right? I mean, because you were you were rocking and rolling with your uh, activities and your fundraisers, and um, not that you know it takes the place of that personal interaction. But I, you know, I have to congratulate um, you as a executive director and your whole team. You know, I've met many of your team members just really coming together and putting it out there. And I, I think it's wonderful that you've been able to reach this broader audience. You know, sometimes the personal interactions face to face limits because people don't want to drive or they're tired on a weekend so it's, it's been really cool to see that you know they click their button and they they can zoom or go to the facebook page um so you've made just a great adjustment um for the year despite it all and probably we've got a little bit longer to go on that so um what what do you think is your best fundraiser let's let's say pre-COVID-19 and and then during COVID-19. So what was your best fundraiser? Oh my goodness. Well, um, I think it's a matter of opinion, really. I mean, if you wanted to ask um, what is our highest grossing fundraiser, that's definitely our step up for Down syndrome walk. So that is, we start that in before January, we actually have our site launched now for 2021. So you can go on and start your team. Um, but, you know, we, we do months of fundraising for that. People start teams, they raise money for their teams. We have incentives and lots of cool things to give team captains. But then um, in June, we have one big festival where in Forest Park um, with tons of activities and a one mile awareness walk. We added a 5K in 2019 
as well. So that is absolutely our biggest fundraiser. Um, but then, you know, people love our golf tournament and that brings a whole different group of individuals. We have a really successful golf tournament. Um, and then, you know, trivia night, I think is definitely considered our most fun event, especially for, you know, adults. So it's pure fun, um, trivia, drinks, food, auction, you know, and it, I think it's, um, one of the bigger ones in St. Louis. So we, we missed trivia this year for sure that there was just no way to do that in person, of course. Yeah. And, the, and personal, I know some organizations that have tried that virtual, but it's a little hard. So, mm-hmm. um, when is your golf tournament? Um, so this past year it was in August, but typically it's in May. And so it, in 2021, it'll be May 3rd, I believe. Okay. Um, and we have that at Persimmon Woods Golf Club. Wonderful people there. And again, you know, an auction and a program. Um, great golf. Lots of gifts. So it's a really fun event, too. So when do they uh, start putting together their, do, is it a team or individual uh, on your golf? So. Uh, teams. I think you're interested. Are you interested in playing, Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, I, I haven't swung a club in a couple years, but <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, it's a scramble. So it's just a good time. Um, it's teams. Yeah. We had 37 teams last year. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. So really good turnout. Um, and trivia night, when, uh, when is your trivia usually? Trivia is usually in the fall. Um, next year, 2021, is our 45th anniversary, which we're really excited about. So we are going to be having some, I think, additional little awareness fundraising activities. Um, so I think next fall, instead of an in-person trivia night, I think we're going to be doing a gala, hopefully. And hopefully by next fall, we'll be able to be in person together. Um, but we're going to be able to figure something out for to celebrate our 45th anniversary. Oh, 45 uh, years. Wow, it's wonderful. Years. Yeah. It's really exciting. And we're looking at moving to a new space next year. So might launch a little bit of a capital campaign as well for that. Um, oh, and we're just fabulous. trying to diversify revenue as well through grants and um, legacy giving. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that would be wonderful to uh, to be able to expand. Uh, I know you're, you know, you're in a, a small smaller location, but you've been just growing and being able to help your families. So that's very important. So you know, as we're talking with the audience here, uh, you have a website, and it's uh, what is your website address? It's dsagsl.org. All right. And your Facebook page is the same, isn't it? Uh, it is, yes. All right. And um, so if you if you want people uh, to encourage them, they can check out your website. Do you, take dona- do you take donations on your website? We do. We take donations on our website. Um, all of the information about our virtual programs is they're on our website. Um, information about how to get involved, volunteering, um, legacy giving, anything like that you want to find out is on our website. Um, And we definitely would love listeners to get involved some way, shape or form. Um, I would say, you know, I think as soon as you get involved with our organization, it's hard for people to 
to leave because um, our members especially just draw people in and it's a feel good place for sure. So what, what, uh, what is your best advice that you can give to parents today who have a child with Down syndrome? I would say set high expectations because they will reach them and don't ever let anyone tell you that your child's not going to be able to do something because um, if they want to and if you figure out how to motivate them in the right way, they will do it. Uh, it's all about motivation for all of us. So, you know, don't be afraid. Everything's going to be great, wonderful, amazing uh, individuals capable of extraordinary things. Erin, you're being so modest, so I'm going to have to add to that. Parents, get involved with the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis. They have activities. They have people who will wrap their arms around you, support you, help you as a parent, and also your child. And they will help your child as he or she ages into adulthood. Very, very important group. Lots of education. Lots of fun. Lots of support. So, Thanks, Erin, it's been so great to, to talk with you and, and to see you like this. I'm so yeah. proud of all the work that you're doing and, and the organization is just wonderful. And you have wonderful people who are surrounding you and working as a team. And you have wonderful families. The families I've met have been so wonderful. So I truly appreciate you uh, coming and talking to us today. Uh, I hope that parents will feel inspired and um, motivated and get in touch with you because I know that your your organization is great. All right. Thank you Thanks so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and all you do for us. Great to see you. So I hope uh, the listeners have enjoyed this wonderful interview with Aaron, the Executive Director of Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis, brought to you by the law firm of Tucker Legal Services, located in St. Louis, Missouri. And Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis is the law firm's cause partner. As always, Please remember that the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on any advertisement or social media.